Hello everybody. This time we have a special episode in our B2B e-commerce integrate talks. So in our regular monthly episodes, we cover one or two main agenda topics based on what's going on in the market. Both B2B e-commerce integrated and the podcast is available on Spotify, YouTube and Apple. And today we are going to have indeed a special episode, as you said, and it's going to be about maintenance of your e-commerce platform. And we recently published a guide on our website on how to get rid of B2B e-commerce maintenance. And that's what inspired us for this talk today. Why does mainstream e-commerce fail B2B suppliers? Why is there so much time spent on maintenance? And we have investigated that and we, we do it all the time. And we talk a lot to our customer base, obviously. And yeah, there are, there are a couple of reasons. So first of all, we, we notice, we see that siloed systems, as we call them. So we have ERP and e-commerce. They do not communicate to each other or they do not communicate fast enough to each other, which means, yeah, we, no, and we have seen customers being very successful. It's a necessary in- ingredient for having a good B2B experience, if especially pricing, inventory information, delivery dates, product information in some extent is available in real time for your B2B buyers, but also your commercial teams. Yeah, otherwise it's going wrong. So just to give it a little bit more tangible example. So for example, we have a company in our customer base, they are selling bicycle parts or let's take bicycle tires, for example, and they have, they supply that to multiple bike shops around Europe and different regions. But due to the rapid changing nature of supplies change these days, right? Your inventory levels and price pricing is fluctuating a lot so and if you need to maintain that in your e-commerce system manually all the time or you have i don't know file imports or other connections that you need to maintain that is still taking a lot of manual work from yeah your or your e-commerce team or sometimes the it teams if if the company is a bit smaller and you want to avoid that because it takes time but it's also because it's manual it's it's prone to error which means that yeah if mistakes are out there you will have a compromised or suboptimal experience, which will harm in the end your relationship with your B2B buyer or your commercial teams. In the end, also, yeah, the transaction uh, volume. So that is that is one that is one sum. The other one is if you are having a mainstream e-commerce solution, which there are great other tools in, in the market as well, but most of them are still very created from its foundation or start with a B2C or retail focus which is great because that is also that's how e-commerce i think started and still it's it's a big part of the world of course everybody's using it but it's missing then this b2b specific features that you need to run b2b e-commerce if you're a company that is relying on recommended product lines or cross-selling and to increase sales it can quickly in b2b increase the complexity around it so we have a lot of companies in our customer base that are doing spare parts and so they are most of the time brand owning or manufacturing companies so they are building machinery can be very large can be very small but we have seen a lot it can be for farming machinery that we have a lot of customers there as well as even snowmobiles for in the mountains or pistabulis as they call them or just engines for ships or or even airplanes and so on so these b2b product offerings are pretty complex because yeah an engine is 
part or a machine is part of a lot of parts and you need to replace something or you're looking for a replacement because something is broken yeah that is how yeah how are you bringing that experience to the digital world right you need to think about features like personalization so that you know okay these parts are with these machines that you have bought or you are using in your company that requires already a certain amount of complexity which a lot of yeah, retail optimized solutions do not have. You need to be, have the ability to show 3D image, product images, or also the, the, the models of the, um, of the machines and that you can select the spare parts and so on. Yeah, or have more or less like a lookbook that you can click and, and select which spare part you need. In addition to that, you want to have a great overview or a full 360 degree overview of your history on the transactions, not only from online but also offline huh? which machines have you bought in the past these are a couple of examples which we have seen companies struggling with that they trying to replicate or build this kind of things in yeah systems that were not designed for that that these i think just the first two yeah good examples and i know also uh, what i've heard is that while we see a lot of our customers they want to expand they want to create yeah. more stores and that's also an issue with some yeah. mainstream solutions correct correct so yeah, you have to imagine that if you're selling, let's say most of the B2C or retail stores that are out there are still a very regional focused. Of course, some are cross-border, right? The big ones like Amazon, of course, although are some bigger brands, of course, also have a multi-country, etc. But there are also a lot that, that really yeah, only focus on, let's say, region, just only the Americas or only Europe or only one country or, or um, for example, the German speaking country. So it's very small. But with B2B and especially with brand owners or manufacturing companies, they are most of the time really global players. They are selling all around the world and they also want to scale the solution all around the world. And, and once again, in B2B, that brings complexity with it to do this in a good way. And yeah, there are a lot of solutions that are not, let's say, prepared for this. So once again, let's take an example here. Your supplier, for example, of industrial cleaning products. We have also a lot of customers in that chemical area, I would say, or industry. Then it's really important because maybe local regulations is involved here. It's really important that you know, okay, which products can I sell where and which not. And sometimes it's even going on a one-to-one -one customer level, let's say. So, so it's country and region and maybe even customer specific that needs to be uh, needs to be there that is only about regulations that's already quite a, adding quite some complexity same actually goes for pharma if you are in pharmacy or in, in medical supplies it also happens a lot there's a lot of regulations around that then taking an account that's also available or also an issue in b2c but currency language obviously and taxation that's also there one thing there is i think more interesting with b2b sometimes the the amount of different regions that you need to support is is at least what we see at our customers something's really exploding let's say 20 50 or 100 different countries or stores that needs to be there and if you can take that logic from system that integrates with the erp where all that logic is already there you will uh, not only have a head start but also have the ability to continuously let's say evolve and roll out new stores really quickly and expand your uh, markets or transforming them from physical to digital much faster than than systems that were not built for that you touch upon the, the final issue which is a lack of connection to the business logic, which can be very complex, as you explained. We have named the word complex a lot of these times, of course. Yeah, we want to actually make complex B2B simple with, with SANA. But if you lack, let's say, continuous synchronization between your ERP or order management system, or even going further, if you cannot really use that logic, which is already there, 
yeah, then you will run into trouble and can lead to, to maintenance issues. Let's take an example. If you are a company that has quite some pricing or pricing scale options for your loyal customers in B2B, that can get complex really fast and complexities then most of the time in the amount of data. In B2C, it's most of the time, okay, you have maybe some loyalty program or you get a discount code. But with B2B, it's often based on, for example, trade agreements. And then it depends also on the volume you're taking. So a lot of these things the sales teams are playing with to yeah to get these customers in and to actually to build these relationships and and make that happen if you all take that and you want to move that that information from one system to another that is a huge task and also a very dangerous task because there will be mistakes along the way often it's happening that if you want to put that in a mainstream e-commerce solution the first thing they will say okay let's simplify it so let's make it really simple and then a lot of time is being there Sometimes we also advise it if it's really complex, let's say so. But most of the time, I think almost 99% of the times, we can take what is already there and it's perfectly functioning because we are doing it the other way around. We are taking what is already there. We are just making sure that that it is really quick and that it is performing because uh, yeah, something which is complex can also take a long time to run or to calculate. And that is where our, let's say, magic comes in, where we... Make sure that these kind of calculations are really quick because yeah, a B2B buyer also on online doesn't want to wait, right? We see that there are four main issues when it comes to the maintenance of mainstream, sorry, <laughs> B2B, mainstream e-commerce platform. The four issues are siloed systems yes. that don't communicate to each other or don't communicate fast enough. It's B2C focus when yeah. we've seen that B2B has some specific requirements. It's platforms that don't enable your growth internationally, for example, and platform where your business logic is not reflected in and that don't have a ERP connection. If you can't measure it, it doesn't exist, right? So let's talk a bit about what the leading indicators are that your mainstream e-commerce platform solution isn't really pulling its weight. Or in other words, Mm -hmm. how can you make your maintenance issue visible? Yeah, no, I think that is also one of the first things you you need to do or to to see if this is going on in your company. I've actually gathered a couple, or a couple of, let's say, key performance indicators or KPIs that you can try to measure in your current situation. First one is, of course, and everybody's using total cost of ownership at TCO. Most of the time, the formula is more like, okay, what was the initial investment? And then maybe, maybe sometimes they add a little bit the, the, the people behind the store as well as a cost factor but then most of the time they uh, that is the only cost part they take and yeah and then they are deducting that with the uh, the value uh, which is there and hopefully then the total cost of ownership is uh, in that sense positive so that you have a quick return on investment we see it a little bit different because i think what is often being forgotten is the hidden cost of running a b2b e-commerce store so you can think of okay what is actually the maintenance i really need to put into this platform huh? look at for example the work the it team or the e-commerce team is doing you can yeah, you can measure that okay maybe you're measuring the time to tickets to be solved or you just can ask your employees to see okay from your agenda how much time are you spending on it you can already make a quite good estimation there as well as looking at okay how many downtime do you have for example when the systems are not really connected to each other or you need to fix these issues also add that to the cost and see if then the the total business case is still profitable or that it can be optimized so that is that is one form a couple of leading indicators that can help there to recognize or identify the costs for example uh, the, the ticket volume increase 
and you're just checking, okay, is uh, the amount of tickets which are related to, to the B2B e-commerce platform. First of all, start measuring that. So if you have a ticketing system, for example, in your IT department or in your support department, so it can be both. And let's be clear about it. Issues can rise in the IT department, but can also be in the customer service or the sales mm -hmm. support department, right? Questions about, okay, what is the inventory level of this product is already, I think, a ticket that you should measure because these things can be automated or should in a good platform, B2B e-commerce platform should be available. Then let's look at more at the, on the customer side of things. So the net promoter score is always a good thing to do so that you just measure how good is your experience, right? Do an NPS survey. I think we can talk about that more in a later stage, but I think most of you will know what is an NPS survey. So I think in every e-commerce tool, also Sam, you can make a pop-up once in a while, personalized as well, saying, hey, do you recommend our service or what can be improved and see where the issues are. So if you see a lot of customers struggling, say, yeah, now price is not accurate or it's just really slow or I miss functionality, then where to work on. The fourth one I think is a very important one and one we are following a lot or we are helping our customers with the teams that we have at customer success or the product is the, the web store adoption rate. So how is your yeah, B2B e-commerce environment if it's new or existing how it's being adopted or how the adoption is growing so how you calculate it is more most of the time okay how many buyers do you have in total and how many are do you have in a certain time frame on the from the web store i would say good ratios here is that we see companies now already having 50 percent plus so that they are doing more online orders than offline and we also have benchmarks eh, with Santa Commerce Insights but to just give you a rough idea it's not actually only I would say about the B2B buyers you can do the same measurement with your internal sales people because they are your biggest ambassadors and I would say also your bigger ena biggest enabler of B2B e-commerce success because if they are not using it then probably your B2B buyers will not use it as well because yeah they are most of the time in contact right so most of the time we start also first with measuring internally with the sales commercial departments how the adoption rate is there which sales agents or persons are doing a really good job which need some improvement or can, how can they help each other and later on we bring it actually to the b2b buyers we'll uh, put the link so you can also visualize these kpis we have that on our website in our e-commerce maintenance guide i think that will help now we've measured it we've measured we saw that uh, our total cost of ownership is not great we have a lot of tickets for IT, for our customer service team, uh, our customers are not really happy about the platform and we don't have a good adoption rate. So we know we have a problem now yes. and we can make it visible. One of the first issues we, we highlighted was data discrepancies because your two systems are not connected. So how can that be solved? Yeah, so of course with, with Sana, we believe that the ERP integrated e-commerce is, let's say, the silver bullet here. It's what we have seen yeah, helpful and really game-changing for customers that were struggling with, with all of the things we mentioned before. So what is ERP-integrated e-commerce? So your, your ERP or your backend systems contain so much valuable information you've gathered over the years and makes your business run, run smoothly already or for the year. So it can be product specifications, pricing details, inventory levels, of course, your, all your customer information, maybe even also via CRM. But uh, there is, this is a huge pile of information and logic and everything actually your B2B web store needs to deliver this perfect buying experience, I would say. But of course, ERP wasn't built to sell your products online web store software or mainstream e-commerce software wasn't built to have all those complex ERP business logic and, and data in the system. So 
yeah, what if we could combine these two things and let these both systems do what they can do best, right? And that is exactly what is ERP integration. So we have put so much uh, yeah, ways of working to make the magic happen in that sense that we can turn these ERPs, doesn't matter if they are cloud or legacy, old or new, if they are 10 years old or just brand new, if they have a lot of complex pricing or inventory calculations or not, we make it quick because uh, it's about the experience the B2B buyer or the salespeople want to see. So other benefits, uh, of course, yeah, it saves you a lot of time. You do not have to maintain two systems in one place. That is obvious. But I think it's still so important to understand that the biggest, I think, benefit here is that the reduction of errors and the required maintenance for that to solve these errors if it is pricing or data errors or if it's yeah let's say that an order has been placed but the product that was ordered was out of stock these things you want to minimize or eliminate and that's what we are seeing at our customers happening so i mean erp is your central tool for your b2b company yeah so how can it contribute actually this erp integration to having a b2b first approach with your e-commerce platform the ERP is, let's say, the backbone of your organization, right? If you move it, you cannot stand anymore. So it's, it's, it's really, really important. And customers also understand when they are going to going online or going to do B2B e-commerce, then they understand that they say, hey, how are we going to bring that all what is in there to the online space? Yeah, we always say, yeah, it's the heart of your, let's say, B2B first approach. Everything what is in there will we bring offline. Of course, you will still need to optimized thing for the online channel right we we also understand or we see uh, customers understand that if you have product descriptions that were maybe more optimized for your internal processes that you need to rewrite them that's obvious but the basics are there that pricing and stock will most of the time not change so that is there and that is good and so you can most of the time spend instead of spending your time on maintaining these basics you can spend your time to improve the experience with Nice looking content, good flow and all that stuff. One of the other issues was about expanding to new markets. Yeah. I know that we have some customers that we've helped expand with 12 stores to different markets very quickly. Yeah. So can you explain a bit how, well, the integration with the ERP helps them? For these different markets, all the logic, because they do already business there, these most of the time, these logic, these logic and configurations are already there. So taxation rules, but also which products are allowed in which region, what prices, what currencies is being sold for, which customers are actually in that region. All that information is already there. So you do not have to you know, set it up or replicate that. So with Sana, it's just a matter of a couple of, let's say, clicks to roll out another store and say, hey, eh, we are now opening to Spain. All the customers from Spain will be redirected to that one. And when they log in, they get their language, Spanish, they get their currency, Euro, they get their taxation rules and so on. That is one. And that's even if it is on one ERP system. But there are also larger companies that have many different ERP systems and they also are optimized for that. You can say, okay, maybe we need to connect to another instance of SAP or Dynamics, which is located on another part of the world. Fair enough, we know how to do it. And we have many customers, some have even for every region, another instance of, of Microsoft Dynamics, for example. That These are also scenarios that we see. Already explaining this or talking about this topic, you, you understand the complexity. And yeah, if your solution is not built for that, you need to customize this or you need to configure this or work with a partner. And, and also last issue we talked about earlier was mm -hmm. the business logic not being available in your e-commerce store. Yeah. But now it is possible with this integration and it allows for very fast calculations of price, for example. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And that is also the main issue with this logic because 
It's not only about triggering that logic. Some other mainstream e-commerce solutions sometimes also try to do it or have that. But it's about the performance. We see a lot of customers before they jump on Sana or that they move to Sana that they have already some tried sometime. Like they understand that they need real-time calculation, for example, of a shopping cart or or inventory or price. But the problem is if that, yeah, if you're just triggering, and then we talk a little bit more more technical, if you're triggering the, the default out-of-the-box APIs or connectivity possibilities or integration possibilities of these ERPs, they are not optimized for the super fast experience that you want. So we have seen customers struggling that order calculation uh, can even take five minutes or something if you have 100 items, which which is can be normal in B2B that you have a shopping cart of 100 items. So that is not good. And that's why we have built all those add-ons inside the ERP, still triggering that logic, but built it with another, yeah, let's say foundation or angle or goal. And that is not to integrate with every th- system where these ERP APIs out of the box are being designed for so that they can integrate with all different kinds of systems. Now we have optimized them so that they can solve one purpose and that is doing B2B e-commerce in a good, scalable, fast, reliable, secure way. Thanks, Arno. So I'd say if you are experiencing maintenance issues of your mainstream B2B e-commerce platforms, we have the silver bullet that's ERP-integrated e-commerce. So to summarize a bit and paint a bit the picture of a nice future with integrated e-commerce, can you list it once again what the benefits are of having a yeah, ERP so, integrated e-commerce? Yeah, yeah so switching yeah, from mainstream to ERP integrated solution is yeah, with, with mainstream e-commerce you will have you will spend time for yeah let's say manual order entry sometimes even on on the web store and and in the ERP yeah, if something goes wrong you need to fix that with ERP integrated e-commerce all those systems are automatically updated in real time continuously yeah maybe we didn't talk about it but there's so much more also about monitoring and all the stuff we are giving to our customers but that is maybe for another topic later on or a more technical one downtime that you can experience on your mainstream B2B e-commerce solution yeah, so that you are losing it because there is an, a file not imported or maybe the store is still running but if it, I would say if it's running with the wrong data it's it's also partly down or it's not functioning to 100% so with ERP integrated e-commerce yes there's a tight integration with the ERP so if the ERP is down yeah we have measures to, to take care of that but we see now data that the ERP is like yeah the backbone of, uh, or the heart of uh, organizations it's running pretty stable in that sense and it's not disrupted a lot but you will limit so much downtime because you have this real-time integration then mainstream e-commerce solution there is a lack of b2b first features or that's not built for b2b and that can lead to let's say yeah unhappy experiences or also issues but in general can also cause a lot of customization that you need to add to that platform to get on some level our platform has b2b first features so you can handle a lot of the complexity that the B2B require. You can handle that in a simple way in Sana for your B2B buyers and your B2B or your sales department. Yeah, we see a lot of our, or actually the majority of our customers landing on the SaaS solution. So that's, I think, a huge evidence that it seems to work. Yeah, order errors caused by data issues. We mentioned it already, but yeah, when your web store is really integrated in an ERP integrated e-commerce solution, that is all from the past we see customers and we have customer cases where they literally go from hundreds or thousands 
order errors per month that they need to fix to zero or close to zero. And that is, I think, amazing because all the time they can spend on, I would say, more valuable interactions with their customers or improving their platform. That is also the last point is that time and the IT teams or the commercial teams, the support teams, they are not continuously busy with all those maintenance tasks or recurring tasks of a malfunctioning web store. Now with ERP integrated e-commerce, we see companies be very successful and free up time in IT departments, in the commercial teams so that they um, yeah, that they can work on more yeah, high impact, maybe better, nicer projects than working on this maintenance time. If you are not convinced yet, just remember ERP integrated e-commerce can help you with having all your systems updated in the real time, limit downtime, have B2B features, limit errors and time spent on that and yeah, make the lives of your teams Better. Easier and better. Yeah. Thanks, Sano. Any uh, final words? I think the link of the content we have shared today, there is also a guide eh, on yeah. sanacommerce.com. I think we will share the link in the comments or so that, that people can find it. There's much more detail there than we could cover uh, today in just half an hour. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Did you like this episode? Well, if yes or no, let us know by commenting on YouTube. The channel is Sanacommerce. And you can also leave ratings on our podcast channels or reach out to us on LinkedIn. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.